It's about to get emotional. Second down here on ESPN Radio. Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko. We have some breaking news to get to. Uh, if you haven't been listening, if you haven't been following along on Twitter, then brace yourself. I hope you're sitting down, especially if you're driving, because that would be different. But former NFL MVP, maybe the greatest player in the history of his franchise, <clears throat> Matt Ryan has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2022 third-round pick. The end of an era in Atlanta. Matt Ryan on the move, joining the Indianapolis Colts, going to, I'd say, a relative contender. They'll make the playoffs, but Matt Ryan on the move and since 2008 been the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons uh, under his Guidance of that offense became the first ever quarterback to lead the Falcons to back-to-back winning seasons. I think that's kind of where you have to start off with this. So that's kind of where I want to start with today's show. Obviously, it's a big deal uh, going forward for the Atlanta Falcons franchise, but I want to start by just kind of talking about Matt Ryan and what he's meant. As I turn the headphones down, because as we've mentioned before, everybody else that works here is old and deaf. Uh, That's the only explanation for that. So again... (laughs) I put this out on Twitter. I said, Matt Ryan is the greatest Falcon of all time. And I want people to understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying if you're going by Madden ratings, Matt Ryan is the best player to ever play for the Falcons. Because I think that you could go to Dion or you could go to Julio, right? Those are 99 overall. But I'm talking about an impact a singular player has made on the franchise. No one's had a bigger impact in terms of winning, mm-hmm. which is the only goal of an NFL team. Yeah. Right. I understand Michael Vick was a cultural phenomenon. I mean, I grew up in the Michael Vick era. My dad, who was a 40 something year old white man, used to rush us out of church and say, hey, we got to hurry home. It's time for the Michael Vick experience. Like, I, I know like what Mike Vick meant as a cultural icon. But if you just want to talk about strictly speaking, winning football games and elevating a franchise to. I would say out of the dregs of the basement of the NFL. Like people used to joke about the Falcons and then you have Matt Ryan on it. That's a legitimate team, mm-hmm. right? Took him to within a play of winning the Super Bowl, right? So when you look back at Matt Ryan's career, won the NFL MVP that same year. And I think more so than anything for a eight, nine year window, he made the Atlanta Falcons a legitimate contender in the NFL every single year. And so I think when we go back and look and some time passes, because there's always been a contingency of Atlanta Falcons fans that just didn't like Matt Ryan. They they pointed all the faults of the franchise at Matt Ryan when he, for the most part, was the only consistent part of your franchise. Played behind Swiss cheese offensive lines for a lot of his career. Never complained. Never started drama. Never was anything you even had to have a second thought about. You just knew Matt Ryan was going to be your quarterback. Cool, what can we do around him? And so I think as a Falcons fan base, need to be grateful for Matt Ryan. I think we can understand why the move was made. But in in my opinion, no player has ever meant more for the Atlanta Falcons as a franchise than Matt Ryan. And so that's why I say he is the greatest Falcon of all time. Yeah. And I think it's yeah, I think it's hard to argue that. Um but by any case, I think that's like you explained, right? I think if you're arguing that, it's because you're not you're not coming at it in the same way as you are. Yeah. You're not talking about the same thing. Um, 
but I, I completely agree with you. Uh, and, you know, a lot like you said, when all else was, was kind of failing with the Atlanta Falcons franchise, Matt Ryan was still there chucking up over 3,000 yards a year, 3,500, you know, 3,500, excuse me, yards a year. I want to say eight or nine and, consecutive seasons of over 4,000 yards. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe so, too. Uh, but, I mean, even that's even the tough years when, when you didn't have a lot to throw to or, you know, there, there were struggles in the red zone or something like that. Like, you could always look at Matt Ryan uh, to come through with the yards and, and with trying to keep you in games. Uh, there were seasons that I remember a few years ago that, let's be real, like the, the, the roster had no business being in, in some games when you looked at just what they were dealing with and who they had. And you were still, if you were losing games, you were only losing by a possession. There's no or, reason this past year's team should have exactly, won seven, seven and games. Ten. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. And I remember, I remember, you know, looking back at just being like, or, or coming in on those days and being like, man, I, I don't know how the Falcons were in that game. It sucks that they didn't win, but yeah. I don't know how they were in it. And like you said, I, I don't get the contingency that always downed Matt Ryan for, for whatever reason, but... Then again, I do understand uh, that there's always got to be some sort of scapegoat, right? And for some reason, a lot of times it seemed like it was him for, for some fans, and that, yeah. that just, albeit, wasn't true. So um, from 2011 to 2020, for 10 consecutive seasons, yeah. Matt Ryan had over 4,000 yards through the air. And if other people were doing that, man, we're, go- we're going crazy over it. Like, yeah. listen, I, I've... I've Tried to carry the banner for Matt Stafford for a long time. I don't think he even went, you know, that consistent of a stretch uh, for with with having that much yardage, albeit maybe but because of who he was playing around or getting hurt. But I mean, that's another thing too. Like Matt Ryan was always there. He get hurt a few times, sure, anyone's going to. But it seemed like he was he was almost always there for the majority of the year. You could count on him being your quarterback, even with having to run around for his life a lot of the times in a lot of those years. So, yeah, the, like you said, being able to bring winning to the franchise on a consistent basis uh, has been huge. The back-to-back winning seasons, being the first in the franchise to be able to do that. Yes, I, I get the sting, and it's never going to go away of losing that Super Bowl, but being an MVP, getting to, bringing the Falcons to a Super Bowl and, and having you know that commanding lead, and being able to build that up, that that was Matt Ryan, and you know uh, the tools around him. But that was Matt Ryan being able to do that. Yeah, he he's the one who who did that for you. So, albeit so, it's it's just crazy to me. Um, like you said, it's going to be, I'm sure, an, an emotional week for for a lot of Atlanta fans, just like last week no, was. It's and, been an emotional right. Few weeks it, for a that's lot what of I'm saying. Fans. Like yeah. starting this week, like we started last week, is it, just. Insanely frustrating, and I, I hate that oh, for see, y'all. I don't, see, I don't think it's frustrating. But, so, as an Atlanta Falcons fan, what was your reality? So we can we can move on to here because you guys know how I feel about Matt Ryan, and I'll always carry that banner for Matt Ryan. But yeah. let's talk about what reality was: is the Falcons are bad, like maybe the worst roster in the NFL outside of Houston. I can I can't think of another one where it's it's that bad. If you go position group by position group. There aren't many that are worse right. than the Falcons. And yeah. you were going to bring – they said it was close. It came down to the last few hours for Matt Ryan making a decision because he he almost – I don't want to say balked, but he almost like 
just decided, hey, let me wrap up my career in Atlanta. Right? This was a very much a Matt Ryan decision. Were they did the Falcons make a huge effort to go after Deshaun Watson? Absolutely. Can you blame them for trying to secure their quarterback for the next decade? Absolutely not. But when it came to getting traded, Matt Ryan has a no trade clause. And so they pushed back that signing bonus for four days so he could go and talk to other teams and determine where, if anywhere, he would want to go. And so when, when I look at this, I think I'm happy for Matt Ryan because he would have been, he would have come back and would he been thrown to Julio Jones? No, Julio's gone. Would he been thrown to Calvary? Nah, Calvary suspended for a year for gambling. Okay, what about Russell Gage? Well, now he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, so you had Kyle Pitts to sling the ball to, and right. Pretty Who's blocking it. Matt yeah. Ryan up front? Because I saw what Jalen Mayfield did last year. Oh, man, who yeah. didn't? Yeah. Horrifying. So now he gets to go to a team that seems like it's a quarterback away from being a contender. I'll say that. I don't know if the Colts are a top-five team in the AFC. Right. Right? But they can sure as hell go out there and win some football games. And so he gets to go. He gets to go be in a good environment. He gets his his, his money is going to be his money regardless. Yeah. Right. But he gets to go up there and compete week in and week out versus just getting slaughtered every single week. I will say it is kind of a shame. It's it's this part of it is kind of a shame. Like while the roster around him wasn't there by any means, it, at least you weren't about to have to go against like the top echelon of quarterbacks from from one to ten in the NFC. Like we were just talking about how crazy the paradigm shift has been with with quarterbacks yeah. from NFC to AFC and now Matt Ryan is one of those <laughs> and now he's he's got to compete with all of those but albeit I I, I do completely agree with you um, obviously has a, a much better chance of, of winning with the Colts than he did the Falcons <laughs> with with the kind of roster that the Falcons have right now I mean it's bad uh, the Falcons have added some players uh, they went out and get Lorenzo Carter the former Georgia Bulldog uh, he was with the Giants uh, edge rusher uh, they go out and get Casey Hayward yeah, former Pittsburgh Steeler, right? Uh, another defensive lineman there. They do re-sign Cordero Patterson. Uh, it looks like to a two-year deal uh, here. So they, they've gone out and got some guys, but I mean, you've also lost Foye Luicum. You lost Russell Gage. Uh, you lost Hayden Hurst, right? Dante Fowler Jr. Uh, could potentially be coming back, but I don't think they're going to re-sign him. It's just Falcons are a bad football team. It's it it's a I guess the best way to put it is this is inevitable. Like this, what's happening right now was going to happen one day. Yeah. Right. It just, it sucks that it's happening, right? You're, you're losing exactly. a guy who's been an icon in your city for forever. Like I said, never been any scandals around him. It's never been anything but uh, just a great representation. Like you were never upset to be like, yeah, Matt Ryan's my quarterback. Right. Right. Like, I mean, the Browns say what it is, right? You were criminal charges brought. No, but there's still a civil case in which your quarterback is alleged to have molested over 22 women. Yep. So it's just like you you look at the Dolphins, and it's been since Dan Marino that they've had a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right? You look at the Jets. It's been since Joe Namath Wait, I, that they've had a franchise. Who? I mean, who would you say has been a franchise quarterback? No, I mean, like, I, I do you agree consider with you. Chad Pennington a flashes. franchise quarterback? No, not at all, because you, you, you had flashes of him, right? Like, he yeah. was he was crazy good for, like, two years. Yeah. But, I mean, that, then all that went away. Uh, so. The Bears. Who's the last franchise quarterback the Bears had? Jake was Is Jake Cutler a franchise quarterback? 
Because uh, they could not wait to get him out of town. Well, no, that's the thing. Is like that was <laughs> that was like a, a combative marriage, right? I mean, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I would consider that. Uh, I don't know if that was a franchise quarterback type of thing, because um, they they were just always at odds. Um, I mean, have the have the Texans ever had a franchise quarterback? I think. Well, I mean, Matt Schaub. It's the closest thing to one. Yeah, him and him and David Carr, but I mean, I mean we all know Sean what happened Watson, to David but Carr. But you see what happened? Like, did he have a chance yeah. to really be a franchise quarterback? Right. No. No. Not really. I mean. I mean, the Titans since Steve McNair have they had one? Well, I think like with Deshaun Watson, he he had a he had a shot, and then just everything kind of crumbled right, around. What him. I'm saying is, it's a very <laughs> and then a lot of a lot, I guess what I'm trying to get at is a lot of Falcons fans have have this thought in their mind that like the the greener grass is on the other side of Matt Ryan. Right. And I think you need to beware. Like, when was the last time the Browns had a franchise quarterback? Have they ever had one? Yeah, no, that's that's a really good question. Right. So, like, for everybody <laughs> thinking, it's I like, okay, remember. you get rid of one franchise quarterback who's been an NFL MVP, and you're just going to walk into another one. I've been doing it for 13 years. Too. Right. I mean, I, like, that's the other. That's the franchise quarterback type of type of commitment that you're talking about with that word and with that phrase. And yeah, no, I'm 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 there with you. You you look at that's probably nine or ten other teams in the NFL that have struggled to get one in the last thirty years. And you've had one for thirteen. Thirty years? The Jets haven't had a franchise quarterback since Joe Namath. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 longer than thirty. Like there's a sure. reason why it's the most important position in sports. Right? And there's a reason why they get these exuberant contracts, is because you don't just walk into them. Yeah. And so, for all the Falcons fans that are like happy Matt Ryan's gone right now, like I said, it's inevitable that this was going to happen, whether through retirement, whether through like we just saw getting moved, and you do free up some contract space. It's really not a lot, really, where you're freeing up contract space is next year. Yeah. But think about what you're at right now if you're the Atlanta Falcons. Because I remember the Chris Redman and Joey Harrington and uh, Byron Leftwich years, right? Think about where you're at. Your quarterbacks right now, as we sit, I believe, are Felipe Franks. And that might be it. I don't know what the current situation is with uh, A.J. McCarron. Well, that's the biggest problem, too. Is as of it, right like, now, even, if you play, you're walking out there with Felipe Franks as your starting quarterback. Yeah. Even, and that's the issue with, with when this has happened and how this has transpired is all of the other like solid backup quarterbacks or bridge quarterbacks have already signed. Like Tyrod Taylor just signed with the Giants last well, week. Well, the, the name so, that's being floated out there that's probably going to happen is Marcus Mariota. Okay. Because he's played with Arthur Smith before in Tennessee. I was hoping that guy would. I, I was hoping Mariota would 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 get a shot somewhere, but it really sucks that it could possibly be the Falcons with the roster that they have right now. Honestly, I was kind of hoping he'd be signed with with the Steelers, but yeah. um, that 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 would. While I can see the the connection there, uh, I would I would kind of hate that for him. But it well, is now, what it now is. the question becomes: <laughs> now the question becomes, where do the Falcons go in the draft for that number eight overall pick? Exactly. And I listen. I don't think with this move today, this is what I'll say about it. I don't think with this move today, you can change your perception about who you're drafting because you don't spend a top ten pick on a. Oh, okay, well, this is forcing our hand to do this. If you don't think Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or any of these other guys, Matt Corral, are franchise quarterbacks, you don't now spend your number eight overall pick 
on that guy because you traded Matt Ryan. Yep. You cannot do that. You have to spend it on who you feel like is your best evaluated player. Now, if you're sold on Malik Willis and you think he's your franchise quarterback or you're sold on Kenny Pickett and you're like, this is my franchise quarterback, do it. Do I think either one of those guys are franchise quarterbacks? Probably not. Would I rather you wait for the second round and like maybe take use one of those two second-round picks on one of those Matt Corral-esque players? Sure. Yeah. I, I just I, I don't think you now change your mind because you moved Matt Ryan. And I don't think you need that either way. The, the only thing that would that would put you into a spot where you're like, I need to spend that pick on what could be my franchise quarterback is if you thought the window was starting next year, was open well, next he, year, yeah. and this is not a one year yeah. fix by any And that, to me, the the okay. talent level isn't isn't high enough in the draft to be able to to do that. I think in, in the first ten picks, I think it could be a quicker fix than a lot of people think. Well, now it can be too with with the cap space that you're going to have next right. year. But it, I still don't think it. 2022 this is, is going to be rough. Like I'm just going to go yeah, ahead and put that exactly. out there. But uh, I just I don't think if you were, you weren't going to spend that number eight overall pick on a quarterback now you you can't do it just because of moving on from Matt Ryan. And yeah. I'll tell you this: I can't. I'm not inside the minds of Arthur Smith or Terry Fondo. I don't have those quote unquote inside sources uh, like a lot of people have inside the Falcons. But. I can tell you just kind of reading the tea leaves and reading what has happened is the Falcons were all in on Deshaun Watson for a reason, right? It's they saw the next 10 years of their franchise and they're like, okay, cool. We can have our franchise quarterback. That pick was going to include the number eight overall pick and probably a couple more first round picks down the line and the richest contract in the history of the NFL, Mm -hmm. just in terms of per year basis, right? And Deshaun Watson is going to be the highest paid NFL player ever. Yep. You're not doing that if you think you can get your franchise quarterback at eight. Right. Now, am I saying the Falcons yeah. won't do this? No, they could absolutely pick out a fear. <laughs> I just certainly hope they don't. We got more to come. We got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We got a lot more to talk about from this Matt Ryan conversation, uh, Georgia spring practice news to dive into. Uh, and then a, I'll say this, a trade that involved one of PJ's teams that I don't think he has any idea about. We'll come back. We'll talk about it all. This is Second Down on ESPN Radio. Zuko, in case you haven't heard the news, I guess we should probably do this every segment, PJ. I don't know. Do we have to? I'm not a cop. I can't tell you what to do. <laughs> but, no, it's uh, Matt Ryan. He's gone. Indianapolis Colts, you got a good one. I'll be watching. I'll be rooting. A franchise one. I mean, this past year we saw it with uh, we saw it with Detroit fans becoming Colts fans. Yeah. So when the Falcons are zero and eight, am I allowed to become a Colts fan for the season? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like Cody, I, I'm a Colts supporter. Yeah, for sure. Support Matt Ryan. I would love to. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I mean, that's to be happy. Is if there's if there's no reason to do something like that, then that's one thing. But if if you had a franchise quarterback for 13 years, yep, and He's only had like one or two really solid shots, and it's not been his fault. It's been mainly the the team and the people around him. Um, then yeah, no, I th- I think you have. There's no problem with you very clearly supporting that player, and that player just so happens to be on that team. I think it's very different if you come in here and you're talking about like, oh man, you see that huge defensive stop by the Colts this weekend, or a See that awesome play by 
you know, a wide receiver or whatever. Like, no, no, no. Talk to me about what Matt Ryan did when you start becoming more of a fan to that whole team. That's when I have a problem. That's where we draw the line. So, like, every Lions fan had to start there talking about the, the Rams with Matt Stafford. If it didn't, then they were just trying to be a Rams fan. All right. It's kind of where I come, come at it from. So, I'm allowed to be a Lions fan. Or not Lions fan, a Colts fan. <laughs> you're, you're allowed to Son be a Lions fan. Everyone's allowed to be a Lions fan, man. Jared Goff up there, trying his best. Okay, uh, can I do a PSA real quick that has <laughs> nothing to do with sports? Sure, yeah. All right, so, uh, and listen, no other radio stations talking about this today. I can guarantee it. I don't know. There's some, there, we got some good local radio stations. Maybe they are talking about it, but we're going to talk about it too. This is from WSB in Atlanta. A potentially deadly new virus is circulating among ticks in Georgia, according to scientists at Emory University. The Heartland virus, which was first identified in Missouri in 2009 and made two people severely ill, a study published on Wednesday by Emory has shown that it is now circulating among Georgia's most common tick known as the Lone Star Tick. All right? So, first PSA is avoid Lone Star Ticks. And I know a lot of you boys and girls are out there in the woods either hunting or working or just for whatever reason on that high grass and there's lots of ticks, right? So we have a new disease that is circulating in Georgia. Okay. Right. Yeah. The second and maybe more important part of this, don't kill possums. <laughs> have I given you my possum? I can't I can't wait to see the connection. Have I, I haven't given you my possum uh, No, before. we've never talked about possums. Okay, possums, first off, are amazing creatures. They're North America's only marsupial. Yeah. And they cannot carry rabies. I see one way or the other. It's I believe their body temperature is too cold to carry rabies. Cold son of guns, huh? Right. And yeah. then the most important part is they eat ticks. And okay. I don't mean yeah. All right. I don't mean like they're like, oh, a little snack, a little, a little <laughs> Mm, one little tick. No, these, these are Hoover vacuum cleaners. for Just for ticks. Yes. They say in your backyard, if you got a possum, a little friendly neighborhood possum, it can remove up to 90% of the ticks. I'm going to go get a possum. In a half mile or a half, a half acre. Are you allowed to have possums as pets? I, I, I don't see why not. Okay. Let's go get some possums. <laughs> Not for real. Like I, so if you, I got if, a problem with if ticks. a possum gets in the garage, if you have to trap a possum in the house, if there's a possum that just annoys your dog at night, and you've been shooting at it with your BB, stop. Yeah, don't do that. You know why? Do Do you want the Heartland disease? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. You don't want to come across a Lone Star tick now. Those things are nasty. There are six shooters at its side. <laughs> They're Cowboys fans. <laughs> Big old cowboy hat. No, they're Cowboys fans. It's probably the worst. <laughs> well, yeah. have you ever met a Cowboys fan? They are the worst. There you go. So, uh, please direct all your comments to add PJ underscore Zuko. Well, no, that's uh, okay. my... no, all right. My best friend's a, a Cowboys fan, so it's fine. That's unfortunate. Uh, so that's my that's <laughs> my is. PSA today: is don't kill tick or don't no kill ticks. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey! <laughs> don't kill possums. <laughs> I I have been on this train for a You're long time. Once up. I found out how just like. Like I said, they're just like little Hoover vacuums. Yeah. No, that's that's incredible. No, I'm right there with you. And you now. know how they See, catch I didn't most know of them? You know how they catch most of them? It's because ticks are stupid. You wanna know why? Well, I think while, most bugs might while, be. I don't know. While the uh 
like, ants are pretty smart. But while the possums are walking through, obviously ticks grab onto hairs. Little do they know, they're guaranteeing their own death. Why is that? Because they grab onto the possum. Oh. And the possum just, just eats cleans the hell them out of them. So it's like, like you're walking through... It's like you're walking through the woods and a steak, like a medium rare cooked steak, just hops on you. What are you gonna do? You're gonna eat that sucker. Heck yeah! So yeah, that's what possums are I'm doing. So don't kill possums first. Uh, I can't let PJ get through the rest of this segment and like have to sit through another commercial break, pondering which team I was talking about earlier. Like I said, okay, one of, yeah, one of PJ's teams were involved in a trade, and is a maybe the most substantial trade pre Matt Ryan that we'd heard in a while. Can you even hazard a guess about what I'm talking about? Well, I mean, if you're talking about a a trade that big, were we somehow involved in the Deshaun Watson trade? No. Okay. Yeah, then I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, about. so Joe Buck. <laughs> Are you serious? Is going to be <laughs> yeah, okay. the new voice of Monday Night Football for ESPN, and he is re-teaming up with Troy Aikman, who signed kind of a free agent deal. He had it. Troy Aikman's deal in place, and you guys know, like, I love talking about three things. College football, uniforms, and announcers, right? Yeah, absolutely. Those are maybe like three cornerstones of our of our show. I think I it's incredible, honestly. I don't know what the fourth one is, but we'll figure it out. Uh, possums. Atlanta heartbreak. Possums. No, we don't have heartbreak. We've got two championships. We're good. Uh, <laughs> no, so Joe Buck. You got st- <laughs> 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 that hurt, PJ. Well, that, see, that's the thing. You man. made me have flashbacks. No, <laughs> I have to stay on Joe Buck. Don't try to. Don't. 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 That, that moment. Semi stay on the tracks here. Uh, Troy Aikman had a clause in his contract. Basically, if anybody offered him more money, he was allowed to accept that and cancel out his contract with Fox. So ESPN obviously came through with that cheddar. He was like seventeen million dollars. <laughs> yeah, they're they're making bank, both of them, really. Yeah. But yeah, and so Troy Aikman goes, and then they go get Joe Buck. But Joe Buck did not have that same offer or it's that same kind of clause in his contract. So ESPN traded for Joe Buck. One of the things they traded for was the right to Penn State Purdue coming up <laughs> in 2022. Are you serious? 1,000%. What in the world, man? I think that's the opener, too. I think it's a Thursday night opener. It absolutely is. Oh, so, that's terrible. So here's how it works is ESPN <laughs> and Fox both share the rights to the Big Ten. Right. Yeah. But Fox has first rights. Mm-hmm. So when you they start, or before the season, they have a draft. And it's literally Fox gets a pick, ESPN gets a pick. Fox gets a pick, ESPN gets a pick. I think it's like 28 picks, 14 weeks. Right? This, this is amazing. I had yeah, no idea is, about this that. Is, this is wonderful. So, obviously, the number one pick every year, and they don't pick games, they pick weeks. Yeah. And therefore, you get, in the week that you pick, you get first rights to whatever, whatever game. games are there. Yeah. So, like, because you don't know which teams are going to be good. And so, you kind of have to, like, predict. So, obviously, the first pick every time for Fox is Ohio State, Michigan. Of course. Week, every yeah. single. Because it, it's always going to be that noon game for them, regardless of Michigan or Ohio State's good. That's just it's a it's it's a ratings draw. It's the most prominent rivalry game in the Big Ten. Sure, it's just every it, and yeah. so the ESPN picked the week of Notre Dame Ohio State, who play this year because it's at Ohio State. They have the rights. The Big Ten has the rights, and so they picked Notre Dame Ohio State, and then they kind of went from there. One of those picks that they made was that Thursday night Penn State Purdue game. 
Right. Because it's right at the beginning of the season, and it's a primetime Thursday night game, so you'd basically have, like ESPN usually does, that Labor Day weekend, they have the, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday of college football. Right, true. And now Fox coming in, stealing Penn State, Purdue. That's amazing. Like, not, I don't even care about the game itself, but, like, that's amazing that a game, rights to a game were traded for announcers. Like, <laughs> the fact that this is going on with two organizations, because, like, when you think about it, sports teams make trades and things like that all the time. Yeah. But, like, these companies are getting so infused with the sports that they cover that now their own operating systems are are going about how you know the the teams do in the sports that they cover. Like we're not talking about like ESPN Fox like they 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 aren't sports organizations but man they're trying to be. That's crazy. That's also kind of amazing. I I don't know. It's wild. I mean go look it it's up. Wild. Uh, like Al- the fact that there, there there was a trade for announcers. Al Michaels was traded for Mickey Mouse. How? Yeah, go okay, look it wait, up. Go what? look it up. That's a lot. Yeah, but go look it up. That is a real thing that happens. So, so what this is, is this is not a one-off. So has that that been made official? What is what is Al Michaels going to be on? Uh, Al Michaels, I don't know, has signed yet. Okay, so he's still. At, oh, wow. I think this. Uh, I think the thought is he could be Amazon's. This is like oh man. <laughs> oh, here we go. One hour ago. Okay. Because this, is, this from... is huge. Al Michaels, Sports like Illustrated, my 40, 43 minutes ago from Sports Illustrated, legendary broadcaster Al Michaels will leave NBC Sports for Amazon to be the lead commentator for Thursday Night Football. So is he, So he's still with NBC, so he should still be on Sunday Night Football too, I would no, imagine. No, he is leaving NBC for Amazon. You can't, you can't have Al Michaels doing Thursday Night for you and then going back to NBC for Sunday Night. But I thought... so. Just strictly Amazon. I thought it was for NBC Sports on Amazon. No, Amazon bought the rights for, for I believe night. billions is correct, for billions of dollars to Thursday Night Football. So if you want to watch Thursday Night Football, you have to have an Amazon subscription. You know what just happened? You know what just happened? Al Michaels is Freddie Freeman. It's kinda, Freddie Freeman. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, no. Al, but Al, how about it, this? Al Michaels is like, I believe, 71 years old, and he's yeah. still out here doing it. No, that's amazing. That's why, like, if if that was right about him doing Thursday and Sunday, I'd like, man, every week this guy's still out here just doing it, just slinging it, just slinging it around, man. But 77. 77 years old. See? Yeah, even more impressive. And he's uh, about to get- Broke off. Joe Buck's deal with ESPN is five years, seventy-five million dollars. Man, who's about to do? Is Sunday Al Michaels night about to go for a hundred? He might. He should. He ought to. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He's been out here doing it for forever. Since and he's the best. He's still the best. I don't care. He's well, got the you greatest try and sports call of not. all time. Yeah, but he's just he's taking that. You can you can take that and then you can flop, right? You can take that. You can. You know, oh yeah, there's no right better. There was no better whatever. Super Bowl guy than Al Michaels. Al Michaels, no. Like Joe Buck, I think is really solid. I know he's really controversial, uh, not controversial. What's but, so wild is he's like the least controversial person when he's actually doing the games. He's so bland. Yeah. yeah. But like, but I think it, I think that's you good. either love him or hate him. Like I, I don't know. I. What's good? Part of I don't want my play-by-play guy to be insane. 
Yeah. I don't know. It, are, are, was that a shot at Gus Johnson? Not necessarily, because I like Gus Johnson, too. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. Touchdown! It's great, and that's great. Part of that excitement is, is awesome. Now, when it's like, I think sometimes that can be forced a little bit, and it's like, yeah, we don't, listen, listen, man. I love Gus Johnson doing football. I don't inherently love Gus Johnson doing soccer. we got to take a break, though. We're way yeah, over. for sure. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation. We'll get back to the Matt Ryan news. What does it mean for the Falcons? Mostly sad. We'll dive into it all. This is Second Down on ESPN Radio. Second Down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. I have a retraction to make. No, I'm still upset at Freddie Freeman. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm not retracting that. It's going to be there I for still a think, while. I still think Matt Ryan is the greatest Atlanta Falcon of all time. But the retraction I have to make is Cameron Hayward is still a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, not the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons had signed Casey Hayward, there you go. defensive back from the Oakland Raiders. So you now, started thinking about that. to my defense, yeah. we had some technical stuff going on before the show there was a that lot I was trying on. to deal with. I walked into the three and out meeting, and I was informed that Lorenzo Carter and a couple other guys and Cameron Hayward we're on Atlanta Falcons. And I was like, that seems like a really weird end to his career. But yeah, great. I'll take him. Love that guy. <laughs> yeah. That's <guy's> awesome. <laughs> Leaving the Steelers, you know. Yeah, he's very weird. Like a relatively competitive team. To go to At least Falcons. over 500. Yeah, go to the Falcons. Yeah, like like literally never not going to have a winning season. Well, we'll see this year. But um, no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I did the same thing actually a few days ago. I had to look it up because uh, when, when the Falcons signed Casey Hayward, I was like, no way. Like, no way he just left the Steelers for that. And then I was like, oh. Oh, yes way. It's Casey Hayward, the defensive back out of Oakland, who actually is pretty solid. So, honestly, that that's yeah. a pretty solid pickup to help out the secondary by the Falcons. And Pittsburgh still gets to enjoy, and Cam Hayward gets to enjoy Pittsburgh. So, yes. Uh, no, no, def- no defensive line help from Pittsburgh. So, you got caught up in the whole PJ's team was involved in a <laughs> trade thing, and then you thought, all right, the, this is just another one of those. But no, it's not. You gotta be, you gotta be careful when you get involved with the PJ. No, but and the Haywards. Man. Listen, we had Thursday and Friday off of the show last week. Uh, spent Thursday in Savannah. Yeah. Downtown Savannah. I walking in that there parade, little right? parade that they have there. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to the clan Naerin. How about for that? having me out? Absolutely. Let me hang out with the guys. Also, the uh, if I get this wrong, guys, yell at me. Well, it'll be the 10U Animals baseball team. Okay. The fellas out there getting it done Absolutely. on the diamond. So I appreciate them having me out there uh, for St. Patrick's Day. It was a wonderful time. Beautiful weather. Great to have the St. Patrick's Day parade back for the first time since COVID. Absolutely. No, so that being said. Incredible. Like you said, the weather we were, could not have been better oh, it was either. Perfect. Yeah. We were, but we were off on Thursday and Friday. And I didn't have my chance to react because the star turn now has come for Freddie Freeman where before it was, can't believe the Braves didn't offer him enough, can't believe they would have just give him everything. Now it kind of turns out Freddie Freeman chose to play hardball with the Braves, and Alex Anthopoulos kind of called his bluff and just went ahead and signed Matt Olson. And this is from Chipper Jones. This is from 680 The Fan. Uh, he was on with Chuck and Chernoff on 680 The Fan. He says, I do not agree with the way... This was handled on Freddie's side. If you want to play in Atlanta, then you play in Atlanta. You maybe take a little less to be happy and play in a place that is comfortable to you. The second that Freddie told me when he rejected the five years for 135 after the All-Star break, you're playing a very dangerous game. 
You go out on the free agent market and you get courted by all the pretty girls that are on the block. Chances are you aren't going to come back. If you take your time waiting on that sixth year, maybe into January, Alex Anthopoulos has a job to do. So Chipper Jones basically saying they offered you five years, 135. Yep. Right. Chipper Jones yeah. in his time took less money to stay with the Braves. Right. Because he wanted to be a Brave. But the reality of the situation, it appears now, is Freddie Freeman wanted to get to free agency, or he was told, hey, get to free agency. We can get mm-hmm. more money out of him, or we'll just see what the market bears. Did he get that six year? Yeah. He got that six year. Is it going to break down to actually less money than he would have gotten from the Braves? Also, yes. Right. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. At the end of the day, like you, you, you have reasons for all these different things and whatever. But it, I don't know what the big, um, you know, cap point for Freddie Freeman was for that sixth year. Like, why? Why do you do you need that? Because that's we kept. We've heard that a lot, right? It seemed like he needed six years. Needed six years. Why? What's the big importance well, there? Why not the, just take the, the, the only answer is the money. Yeah. It's like it's just another guaranteed year of. 35 40 million dollars i guess and in baseball it is pay me like yeah that's, that's why it's called baseball rich no I, I feel you i don't know that's that's kind of crazy either way but like you said no i mean it's just amazing how a week ago it was i can't believe alex Anthopoulos. i sat on this radio show and i said this, this is probably gonna be a black eye on alex Anthopoulos' career as good as he was last year with the acquisitions of the trade deadline to help that team win a world series i was like i feel like this is going to be an unovercomable aspect but as like kind of the truth has come out and the stories have come out it seems like Freddie Freeman was playing chicken with him. And he did say, he did come out and say, well, I only got like one or two calls from them all, yeah. all offseason. It was like, well, now you know why, too. Because mm-hmm. you already had the offer and you wouldn't take it. Yep, and then he yeah. came back to them with like a zero-hour offer. And the Braves were like, nah. Yeah. Uh, we can't. And so instead of having a second, base, base, second best first baseman in baseball, they have the third best first baseman in baseball and Matt Olson. Now they're getting ready for a title defense. And, of course, you can hear every single game of that title defense right here on your home with the Braves, ESPN Radio Coastal. I mean, if you're listening to us right now on the radio, yeah, you're going to be able to hear the Braves. There you go. Defending their World Series championship. we got to take a quick break. We'll come back, get you ready for three and out next. Second down on ESPN Radio, presented to you by the Uniform Source. Two different locations in Savannah to take care of all of your uniform needs. Three and out coming up next. The guys are going to be joined by... Former All-Pro, Atlanta legend, Michael Turner, who was a part of that original crew with Matt Ryan, Roddy White, Malcolm, or I almost said Malcolm Jenkins. That would not be correct it's whatsoever. Not it, but you know the John Abraham years? Yeah. Going on, playing in the playoffs. Big time years. The burner, baby. Big Going time in, years. The burner. Then. Made he was, the, listen, he was he, something special. Well, he made the transition from Matt Ryan to the NFL pretty easily. All right, Matt, here's the yeah. game plan. All right, you ready? You ready? You're going to turn around. You're going to hand the ball to Michael Turner. And you're going to hand it to him again. Sometimes he's going to go to the outside. He's, he's going to hit the yeah. Jets. Sometimes he's going to go in the middle and just absolutely pulverize someone. Yeah. But you, you're going to hand off the ball and you're going to get out of the way. Uh, yeah, that, that team was so lit. With Roddy White, you had Tony Gonzalez on that team. Michael yeah. Turner. Woo! Yeah, it was some, some daggone it was players a lot of on that fun. football team. Mm-hmm. But again, they're gonna catch up with Michael Turner coming up next to talk about the legacy of Matt Ryan of Atlanta. All that coming up next on Three and Out. If you miss any portion of our show, you can check it out on ESPNCoastal.com.